This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com slash critical to find out more. At the start of this week, Israel launched its most intense airstrikes on the occupied West Bank in nearly two decades and sent hundreds of ground troops into a crowded refugee camp, saying it is trying to root out armed militants after a year of escalating violence. So in this squish shortcut, we're going to get you across the basics of the conflict between Israel and Palestinians and get across this significant development. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Claire Kimball. Claire, before we get into why we're talking about this conflict this week, let's get our bearings. The region that we're talking about is located on the eastern shore of the Mediterranean Sea. That's where Israel is. And Israel, it's worth noting, is the only state in the world with a majority Jewish population. Neighbouring Palestinians, who are the Arab population that hails from the land that Israel now controls... They want to establish a state of Palestine on all or part of the same land. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell, Alex. So well done (laughs) on that. Kind of feel like whenever you talk about this topic, you do have to go back to basics and Mm. that really is it. Uh, Long story short, the area is so contested because both the Jews and the Arab Muslims have a couple of thousands of years of history in that area. Yeah, it's such a long and contested story, but it's more than just land. The land that they're on is considered holy ground, particularly the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Now, the areas that get talked about a lot are the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, which will be ringing some news bells for people listening. Those are the two territories that are home to the largest Palestinian populations. Exactly right. So Palestinians in those areas have lived under Israeli occupation since the Six-Day War in 1967. As part of that occupation, the State of Israel has been building settlements in the West Bank for more than 500,000 Israeli citizens. Those settlements have been deemed to be illegal under international law, although Israel does Disputes that. And the resolution of this dispute has stumped world leaders for decades. The talks largely centre on what has been called a two-state solution. That would mean that Israelis and Palestinians would each agree to establish Palestine as an independent state in Gaza and most of the West Bank, leaving the rest of the land to Israel. Yeah, it sounds pretty simple, but because there's just so much history and so much religious significance to who has claimed to what, the two sides have been deeply divided over to how to make it work in practice. And that's why it has been going on for decades. In the meantime, Israel has been occupying parts of the West Bank and Gaza, and it is something of an understatement to say that Palestinians are not happy about that occupation. So, Claire, let's get into that next. Before we get into what might be in the news next week, a message from our podcast advertiser, BHP. This week, they're keen to share with Squizzers how the resources they mine are key to the energy transition to renewable energy. 
Yeah, we often hear about the push towards renewable energy, but what doesn't get as much attention is the role resources play in making that transition possible. Take steel, for instance. It's a key material used in the construction of renewable energy infrastructure as well as in bridges, transportation, hospitals and schools. And a big part of it comes from iron ore. BHP says the importance of responsibly produced Australian iron ore is clear. And by that, they mean reducing the greenhouse gas emissions associated with iron ore production. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power their port facilities at Port Hedland. It's happening now at BHP. And if you want to learn more, visit bhp.com forward slash critical. You'll find that link in your episode notes. Claire, the last time some listeners might have heard about troubles in Israel was the major outbreak of violence in 2021. That's when there were rocket attacks on Israel by Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the PIJ. And In return, there were Israeli airstrikes on the Gaza Strip. Yeah, okay, so let's get our head around those couple of groups. Mm -hmm. Um, Hamas is a militant Islamic group and it's been in control of Gaza since 2007. They're considered to be a terrorist organisation by the United Nations, the US, the UK, the European Union and Australia. Uh, And the PIJ, it's a different militant group. It's been designated a terrorist group by those same countries. And in mid-2021, we won't get into all of the details, but suffice to say, violence broke out between Israel and Palestinians. At least 256 Palestinians were killed, and in Israel, at least 13 people were killed. Egypt stepped in and mediated a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, but that wasn't the end of hostilities. Yeah, and Alex, you'll be pleased to know, before your time, we've got a shortcut. Mm. It was a very big news story in 2021, so if you want to dive into all of that, we've got the backstory to that, and no doubt we'll link to that in the episode notes. Absolutely. So let's get to what is happening now. Just this week, the Janine refugee camp is in focus That's in the West Bank, and there has been a big military operation launched by the Israeli military there. Yeah, it's right at the northern end of the West Bank, Mm. and what has happened is that drones have been used to attack what the Israelis call a command and control centre in the camp. They say that it was being used as a hub by Palestinian militants from Hamas, um, the PIJ, and other armed factions. That drone strike was followed by possibly up to a 1,000 Israeli troops going in, and the result has been fighting between Palestinian militants and the Israeli army in the streets of this very densely populated civilian area. Yeah, and reports say that that's led to the deaths and injuries of Palestinian fighters. The Israeli military has stressed that they're trying to avoid civilian casualties and that none of the dead so far are civilians, but it's essentially a war zone and verifying any of the claims is really difficult. Journalists on the ground have been able to say that the fighting is very intense and also they've pointed out that this year has been one of the deadliest since the early 2000s. That brings us neatly, I think, Claire, to why things might be escalating now. Yeah, and the first thing, I guess, just to take a bit of a back step is that Israel is under control of the most right-wing government in its history. That's led by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. There's been years of political instability in Israel. There's been elections after elections, and Mm. the current government is made up of a coalition of parties led by Netanyahu, and it's overseeing the expansion 
expansion of those Israeli settlements in that occupied Palestinian land, including on the West Bank. Mm. And that expansion of settlements has been criticised by the US as, and this is a quote, an obstacle to the horizon of hope we seek, namely an obstacle to that two-state solution that we mentioned before. Yeah, it certainly has. It's difficult to have those discussions while that's going on. Mm. Um, So with all of it, Israel says armed Palestinian militants have been preparing to attack, and that's led to frequent commando-style Israeli raids this year. That's led to more than 140 Palestinian deaths over the last six months. It's also been a period of time that's been uh, one of the most deadliest for Israelis for some time. Nearly 30 have been killed in Arab attacks. And that has led to what Israel says is an extreme counterterrorism effort. That's their quote. So to wrap this up, Claire, Israel says it expects the operation to be over within a few days. It is trying to avoid the conflict continuing and spreading out into hostilities in other areas, such as the Gaza Strip. Yeah, that's certainly what they say. But there are growing fears that the recent tit-for-tat attacks and this big effort could spiral out of control. And that is your shortcut on the latest unrest in the West Bank. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. Kate Watson, co-host of News Club and The Weekly Wrap, jumping in here to say thank you for listening to our podcasts first and foremost. And if you like them, we'd really appreciate it if you could share them. Tell your mates about us. Tell your family. Tell your barista, tell your hairdresser, whoever you think might be interested in the news that we cover. You telling people about us is still the number one way we grow. Thanks in advance.